0: Oh, that's right yeah. we're recording so now, we have to pay yeah. attention
1: we have to uh, yeah we're people, on video mm-hmm. people lots of new us. things everyone listen i have new those things are driving me nuts so i bought yeah. the tiny little earbuds we'll see if they work i don't know that's
0: okay if they don't um
1: we posted it's been a hot second since a i know i've seen you
0: probably. it has and it's been really weird because i feel like there's been something missing for the last couple weeks jen this, like, yeah, like oh, our girl yeah, time. I know, like it's so nice to have time, Face time. Yes, you've said that a lot, but when you really don't have it, right? It's like when you get used to maybe it, maybe that's and why you I've been a little it. depressed
1: too. I'm like, wah, wah. there's n no, like, right? I we haven't, I, had I really that. have thought to myself, what's Something's different. I, I don't know what. Something feels different. Uh-huh. I, I would agree. It certainly could be this. I think so. We were supposed to record, I feel like something came up. Obviously, it was the holidays, and then it was the new year, and we but were going to take
0: a break. Also, the snowstorm that just dropped yep. <laughs> like 10 inches that of snow. Hit.
1: And we're getting another one tonight. tomorrow. Yeah. Starting Overnight, tonight, I
0: think. Yep. Yeah. I think I read close
1: to like 11 inches or something. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Which is
0: speaking. I know it's like driving you insane, like the idea of that much snow in a very short period of time, but I hope that other people understand how much I love snow. Like I love oh. it. Looking outside and seeing all the Did beautiful I know white. that? We talked about this like a couple episodes ago. But I no. looking outside and seeing how beautifully clean and crisp everything looks, like I oh, mean, that part's fair. I'll it's so that. pretty. And like two days ago. When we're snowed in and nobody can go anywhere. That I do like. It's so cozy. Yeah. And I'm just on like, board for that. I have my fireplace on and mm-hmm. watch some good TV. Is your Christmas tree still up? It sure is. Mine is as well. But I think this weekend it's. That's my plan. Yeah. Is uh, actually tomorrow and Saturday get all my Christmas stuff. Yeah. It'll put be a away. little depressing.
1: Yeah. Um, ADD. We've talked about my dog. She has made sounds. She's I don't beautiful. know if she's going to show up. Um, in the come shot, in Dorothy, but w- Dorothy, you in. might hear her. I can, she's just, she's might jump up on my lap. You know, we she's just, the, she's the therapy mascot. Oh, we could turn you into like a cute, Oh, here she comes. I see it in her yeah. eyes.
0: She's like mom. Hold me. Anyway.
1: So I apologize now if she gets in the way, there she is. This little precious baby, <laughs> maybe we we'll make you, Oh, we could, we you, really get her, you know
0: what we need to do? What? We need to get her like a little doggy shirt that says therapy hour on Heck it. Heck yeah.
1: Oh I my gosh. I was thinking gosh. we could take her little face and turn it into a cartoon or a retro <gasps> looking thing. How cute. Because I don't know if I have said this. Her name's Dorothy because she came from a litter. There was three girls. They were golden. So yeah. the breeder named them after the golden girls, Dorothy, Blanche, and, and, and Rose. And my son never wanted to change her name. So she, most people think she's named after the Wizard of Oz, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. No, I knew. You
0: knew? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. She's just a precious little baby.
0: Her little face.
1: I know. Her eyelashes, are just <laughs> they're like an inch long. They are. And mm-hmm. they're longer than an inch. They are so pretty. Last time I told the groomer not to trim them, and now I'm like, oh, maybe I should have said go ahead and trim them. They're so yeah, cute. I can't open her little eyes. Milo's
0: are super. Like, I haven't cut his at all yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you, Jet. They're like <laughs> this. He looks like Snuffleupagus <laughs> yeah. from Sesame
1: Street. It reminds me of the reel you sent me today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She said this. I don't even know what the point of the, the reel was, but all I thought that it was funny is the Grinch. Like, <laughs> she has the Grinch eyebrows. She truly did. They and were the, combing them out like. <laughs> With literally <laughs> her <laughs> eyebrows, I was like, "I I hope that that is not a trend that comes here." <laughs> I mean, I did damage. Well, I when, was
0: trying really hard to check, like, is this like extensions? You know, because they do like individual lash extensions. So I'm thinking, hmm. are they trying to do this like on eyebrows? Because how hmm. in the world could somebody's eyebrows grow that long? It was all natural. But it looked, yes, it did. <laughs> it
1: did. He's like. I, if they if that's a medicine, I my eyelashes. If I could do that to affect, oh, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Not my eyebrows. <laughs> L- Maybe I'll have to put it on our story. I so do know. the
0: lash, so I put like it's ca- well. The stuff that I use is called Babe Lash, and well, I'm sorry, what Babe oh, Lash? Okay, and you put it like on your lash line, and it helps your lashes keep like. Here's another like-
1: thing you can do. I have glaucoma, and I have had to do eye drops, and those eye drops. Supposedly, also make your eyelashes grow. Yeah, I'm sure they probably so do.
0: So, to I'm each sure her own. Babe, do. watch. Babe, what? Babe, lash. Oh
1: well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was kind of there. That's hilarious.
1: Um, couple, couple things here. Uh, housekeeping sort of items, mm-hmm. slash. We haven't seen each other. Um, you asked me where my son is because mm-hmm. normally I would have him mm-hmm. on this night. He is currently probably on an airplane, or what? is on the yeah with his dad flying to go visit his grandparents for the long weekend
0: and where are, are they like south in oak? the warmth. And I was about to say Link, I'm missing out on this. He is like
1: beside himself with Aww. excitement. Um, But this is the longest I've ever gone. Not how, seeing how him. How long will he be gone? They get back I think Monday late afternoon. <gasps> so it's a long time for me. Yeah, but he'll have a blast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for him. And like he's so pumped to be with his dad, to see his grandparents. It's yes. going to be great. I just, this is lots of news, you know, longest time away, first time they've done this trip since we've been divorced. Yeah. So, you know, have I cried? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Already more than once. And I am anticipating it will come again, especially in light of potentially being stuck with the snowstorm.
0: You can come get snowed in with us. Oh my goodness. Listen,
1: I could, I I say this with so much love. Y- when we were doing this, and your girls were here, girl, <laughs> you said you came back. Why'd you come back? You came back. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. To okay, help so finish. W- originally we had faux brick. Yeah. stick and peel. It was great. It hated my walls, yeah. and um, so I was. I don't even think I really told you that whole story. Came down, and it was this whole yeah. wall was gone, and yeah. I was irately mad. Jen gets, mm-hmm. um. When I'm like really frustrated that something didn't work exactly how it should have worked the first time, I I go zero to 100. Mm -hmm. So I said, screw that and ripped it all down and sent a text to my boss who knows paint and said, here's what's going on. She suggested Iron Ore Mm -hmm. by Sherwin-Williams and I went and bought it and painted it saying two things. I hate painting i've said this to you i will never do it i listen i don't i don't typically swear a lot Mm -hmm. it's just not a lot of vocab that i choose to use but i have never said f this f that more than the two hours what what?
0: but why like what part of it was so frustrating to you well
1: don't look at any of the corners too close And also because it's black. So the walls are textured, the ceiling is textured. So Uh getting a sharp line Line. and I even taped. Like I texted my buddy who painted my house Mm -hmm. and he's like, get this kind of tape. And I did that. I know. Texture is hard. And then the whole rolling oh, I don't whatever. I'm I'm getting amped up just thinking about it (laughs) and how I felt. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it anymore. It looks nice, it looks great. My other friend's giving me um this fantastic shelving she didn't she didn't even want to want them i'm like what can oh and the tree she gave us the tree so we're gonna it's not done it's not done (laughs) we're gonna it's gonna look
0: i'm so excited it's gonna look so cute i i'm just seeing like parts of these shelves and yeah it's It's like like industrial white and gold oh so pumped so stay tuned to
1: see what goes on those shelves i'll give you a hint Brené Brown books. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> yes. Maybe a sign or two. Yeah. We should. I just thought we we kind of took headshots last week, two weeks ago, whenever that was. And um, I'm trying to do more of photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw this thing. This guy apparently I didn't know this was a profession.
0: He <laughs> is a professional dog photographer, like takes pictures. Oh, my gosh. I've seen this guy on TikTok who stops people. In the street. Oh, and, take, and yes, takes professional yes. picture of their dogs. There's so many things so I need. So cute.
1: Okay, man, my ADD is so bad today.
0: So is mine. Because
1: now here's the other thing I just thought of. I heard an odd audio. What is it? Well, it was probably a reel, but the audio mm-hmm. is what stuck with me. And it was like, what is something that you would do for free? Oh. Go do that for a career. And I was like, oh, my, I would take pictures of people for free. Like I enjoy it. Yeah. It's always been a, I've always said a hobby because it's so mm-hmm. fun. I really want to make more of a career out of it. Anyway, yeah, I didn't know a dog photographer was a thing. It was so cute. And so he was like, I have this blank wall. I don't know what to do. Pfft, I'm a dog photographer. So he took his two dogs and the pictures that he did, no, no, not like, oh, that's so sentimental. He <laughs> was throwing treats at them. Oh, in their face? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so the pictures are of the dogs, like, They're fantastic, and I thought, just now, as I was thinking about those shelves, that would be fun for me and you to do, like, goofy faces and throw
0: that up. Okay, so speaking of hilarious photos, I think I sent this to you, but the other day, so our Milo's only seven months old, so this is his first experience with snow. Snow. Mm -hmm. He loved it. (laughs) When I tell you... This dog acted like I had just given him 75 toys to just like go nuts with. Yeah. He was running from one side of our yard to the other back living and forth. His best oh life. my gosh. So he is living his best life. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, he comes to my door and he is fluffy and he has snowballs <laughs> hanging from his legs, from his belly, in his armpits. I'm not kidding you. They're like two to three inches in diameter. They look Diana like
1: cotton balls.
0: Stuck to yeah, him. Yeah. And he didn't care at all. And he's like, I'm like, wait a minute. How in the world do I get this off of him? How did and that he's happen? Large, like... Just constantly running. He's I just know. like running <laughs> like, through the snow. He made its and own I, little snowballs. Well, snow I think balls. his his legs got wet. Uh-huh. And then the it just like stuck to him. It was insane. And then... So anyway... I text one of my girlfriends who also has a dog that's fluffy like him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What do I do? She's like, Use a whisk, rub it on his legs, and it breaks up the snowballs. Oh. And they just, I mean, it's like snowing in your house, wow. but at least it's not giant clumps stuck to his legs. It's a great idea. Never would so have I thought i do that. Mm-hmm. And I also realized it's stuck to his testicles. <laughs> so he has like poor ice chunks just hanging <laughs> <laughs> from it. Testicles. Oh. And I'm like, do I dare rub a whisk on his testicles? <laughs>
1: to be clear, I don't know that you've said this. Milo's a dog. Oh, yeah. i said it. i well, said it. Well, other episodes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you definitely did not a
0: human. Yeah, we not a clarify, fluffy human. Yeah. Let's just clarify. Yeah. Quick. No, he's a St. Bernard poodle. So he is very large. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, oh, dear Lord. I can't imagine like rubbing a whisk on his. Oh cuz yeah. Is that what you did? I did a little bit cuz I felt bad. They were huge. <laughs> I mean, I sent you the picture. <laughs> it was not like they were like two or three that no. I could just wait for them to melt. They were they were very much coating his, was his your poor husband little home balls. for this. Was he like Yeah, and he thought it was hilarious. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, well, our house is going to smell like wet dog for the next 3 months." I'm like, "Yep, sure will." Wow, you're going to
1: I just <laughs> thought with all this snow, it's going to happen a lot. Yep.
0: Yep, and I literally walked into our bedroom. His kennel is in our bedroom. I walked into our bedroom today and I was like, God, it's bad. It's bad. We gotta move his kennel. I can't. <laughs> I don't know that I can sleep in here because it's, it's he just, that bad. Well, I mean, wet dog smell. I I have, have, it's, ugh, it's terrible. But my nose is awful, and I think we've talked about this before. Like, I am so sensitive to smells. I can't. Yeah, you had mentioned that. I can't handle it. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to figure something else out. Because <laughs> dude work. is ripe. <laughs>
1: Ew, I don't know why that phrase really <laughs> makes me want to gag. Because it's the truth. It's so gross. If somebody is ripe, you Stop, just know. bro.
0: <laughs> Too much. Jen can't handle it. Oh.
1: You know, there's just like words that people can't handle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that phrase is like up there. It's gross for you. Oh, or when they, oh, oh I've heard people say like, oh, I'm just feeling a little swampy down there. And I'm oh. like, what? Oh.
0: Like, if oh, I like a I, male. Yeah. Well, or also females. Like, like you know, when you're sitting like on bleachers or something and it's hot, you're like, yeah. oh my God, my butt is just like swamp ass. Like just <laughs> <Okay. sweat. laughs> awful. Everybody's experienced that. I know, but it, it doesn't is gross. Mean I like to talk about it. It is gross. Yeah. It is gross.
1: So with that being said, we should shuffle on past.
0: Yeah. This topic. I want to just We're gonna take a real 180 here. Yeah. I'm glad we got up. some laughs. I'm right. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we can enjoy a few things. Cause, mm-hmm. um, the last seven days, um, for us have been a little bit emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from it, of course, being the start of a new year, we had a tragedy that happened, um, too close for comfort, I would yeah. say. And a week ago, exactly. There was a school shooting, um, too close to our, to where we live. And we've never experienced anything like this. Of course, we've mourned and, you know, been devastated for the things that have happened other places. And it, it, it's, it's not that you don't think about it. You, I mean, i at least for me, I can speak for myself. I'm just devastated every time it happens. I'm repulsed Mm-hmm. that it's continuing to happen, number one. But number two, I feel like when it happens so close to your place uh, that you feel safe, mm. it's like a new kind of violation that you feel.
1: Interesting. Yeah, We haven't really talked much mm-hmm. about it. We were exchanging some text messages when this was all kind of coming out in the moment or whatever, but we have not discussed. So I, part of why well back up a little bit more. I think you were the yeah, you were. You had texted me and asked how I felt talking about yeah. this topic and um I will be the first to say I'm very mm, what's the word? ignorant
0: mm-hmm. when it comes
1: to like gun control and laws and things of that nature. So I don't know how much I'll have to add to that, but as I was thinking about talking about this with you, I thought I it'll be really interesting to see just how the general topic of school shootings, what yeah. chords it strikes for each of us. Yeah. And I don't know where this conversation will necessarily end up, but it's interesting that you were that you just said it makes you feel devastated Violate and, violated. and violated. Yeah. Um every time you said that, right? Mm-hmm. Am I putting words in your mouth? I no. think that's what you said. And I my reaction, <laughs> this is so sad, but it's true. I am so immune. Mm-hmm. I feel like like uh, uh-huh. this has happened so often in our country at this point that even, and I don't know if it's even like a self-preservation type of reaction where it definitely could be. Yeah. Where, because it's so close to mm-hmm. home, it's like, nope,
0: I'm really not even going to mentally go there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, so one of the things um, I can just speak for myself here, but I feel like that's what's happened with a lot of people. And If you want to, I mean, I send my children to a public school. Mm -hmm. That being said, I want my children to go to school and their biggest worry be a math test that's coming up that afternoon. Mm -hmm. I want them to be concerned about the fact that they don't like the lunch that's coming that day. like. I want their child, their their worries to be childhood worries. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in the United States, that's not possible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when this happened, my children came home from school, and I just grabbed them both and was squeezing them tight, and I just said to them, did anybody talk to you today about what happened? And they were like, no. And I told them what had happened and my youngest just kind of looked at me and she's like oh and I said when I was growing up the school that I went to we played them in sports that um, school that okay. it happened at I had friends that I knew that went there mm-hmm. um
1: see now that's even that for you like yeah that would feel way more
0: yeah closer to home because you have a history I remember playing basketball in their gyms. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but I'm explaining it to my children. Number one, I don't have all the answers. But mm-hmm. the answers I do have, I want them to get them from me. So I just explained to them, a child brought a gun to school. They shot people. Um, one person, at that moment, we only knew that mm-hmm. one person had died and the shooter. hmm and I remember thinking, like, I don't know how I'm going to explain this so that they're comfortable. And my children had the exact same reaction that you did. They were like, huh, hmm. wow. And they went about their day. That was it. Hmm. You know, it wasn't something that, like, I especially my 10-year-old, she's very sensitive, so I was very sure, – yeah.
1: Surprise. concerned
0: that yeah. she was going to be and she was asking questions like why yeah and I'm like well honey I don't I don't know like it's still early we don't really have all the answers but I just want you to know like this is what happens so if something if somebody starts talking about this tomorrow mm-hmm. I want you to be aware yep. and I say you don't have to be scared you don't have to be you know but it, I want you to understand what they're talking about right oh okay You know, and that's so hard, but I, I feel like our, our genre of people, the majority are going to be people about our age, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger. Mm -hmm. I feel like the people I know that listen are a lot of moms and we're all sitting here in the same boat. Like why, Mm -hmm. why are our kids having to worry about this sort of stuff and do all these drills and teachers having to play this role? Yeah. Like. It's not fair. Yeah. But I feel like it would almost be a giant disservice if you and I didn't talk about it. So that way we can let these people know that they're not alone in feeling these emotions, mm-hmm. feeling the numbness, mm-hmm. feeling the violation, mm-hmm. feeling the sense of loss is like, how do it's like a lost cause? Like, this just keeps happening. Yeah. Like, what do we do? Yeah. I'm one person, what can we do, you know? And I feel like that's something we all need to have a space to think about and hear each other out on and not be critical or political.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah.
0: And that's where I think things go wrong, is that any topic involving gun violence, especially like children in gun violence, it becomes so political. Yeah. And there's no need for that. Yeah. There's no need for that.
1: And to be fair, I think
0: that has its place for sure. It does. But that shouldn't be the first thing you start thinking about.
1: I agree. I agree. And I, so I also told my son partly, um, I think it's important. So there's a fine line in my mind of protecting him from things that he doesn't need to know yet. But then also (laughs) this is the reality of the world that you live in. Yes. And, the word you just said, I think it would have been a disservice to not mention it to him. So Mm -hmm. we had a brief conversation about it, an age-appropriate one, and um, his immediate... First thing out of his mouth was, why would he do that, referring Mm -hmm. to the shooter? And I said, I don't know. That's a really Mm -hmm. good question, buddy. So we kind of were talking about that a little bit. And then almost within a few sentences of that, he goes, well, we practice for this at school. We have drills. Yes. And I just... He was... So matter of fact about it, he's never said that t- I've not asked, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. that's my bad as a parent that I've not said, "Hey." No, it's buddy. just like a
0: tornado drill though. To it them. totally
1: exactly at this point mm-hmm. and that that reaction for me as his mom floored me like It's like a kick in the stomach. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, then we just talked about how his teachers really care about him and um mm-hmm. you know, I named a few of them and I said I have absolute complete trust that your teachers would Mm-hmm. keep you safe and mm-hmm. just trying to highlight, you know, mm-hmm. I hate, this is weird to say this. And I would say this about what happened last week, the silver lining.
0: <laughs> For sure.
1: You know, like I don't even, I was saying this to um, some girlfriends. I don't even like saying a positive cause it's like, it's
0: there is not none, even the but, right word. I can't think of what. But it could have been so much worse. Yeah. And so it's,
1: you know, I think about the principal and I think there's a coach or maybe it's the band teacher or something Mm-hmm. Approach the shooter and try to talk him down, and and then just the response mm-hmm. of the first responders, everybody from the nine one one operators to the police to mm-hmm. we to had the local, teachers getting kids out of yes, the school, local hospitals sending in helicopters to get um, victims out. Like I, then I felt the sense of pride too, as more of the details have come out because unfortunately there mm-hmm. have been situations in other parts of our country where it hasn't the response.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, I know.
1: So I feel this also weird sense of pride. Like I feel if this is going to happen here, we handled it well, especially for say. the town.
0: Like it's not like it's a huge metropolis over no, no, there. No, no, no. Very small. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the other thing that I think what hit me the hardest because I come from such a small town and this yeah. was such a small town. Right. And... People will understand this. If you are from a small town, you know everybody. Everybody knows everybody. You might not know them perfectly, but you like know them through so-and-so. Right. And so to have something like that happen in a town where that's the truth, it's so hard to even fathom how this person that you've probably grown up with, like you yeah. probably started Family. elementary yeah. school with them, mm-hmm you know, you know, their parents, you know, their siblings, whatever. It's very difficult, very difficult to like, imagine someone that you know, murdering, because that's what it is, murder, murdering Mm -hmm. one of your children. That's, that's the hardest thing for me Mm -hmm. is like, these kids don't understand even the choices that they're making because their brain isn't literally isn't developed enough. Mm -hmm. They don't have the brain capacity or the matured brain function to understand what they're doing and the choices that they're making. And are you referring to the shooter? Okay. And they're doing this and taking the lives of other people. And this, this shooter that we just had did commit, suicide or executed suicide whatever I can't I can't even imagine how and we can cut this if we need to but the parents of the shooter living in a small town yeah like the ripple effect of that
1: that was one of my first my immediate thought on for me was oh, uh, his mom everyone has a mom Everyone has a mom, and I'm just thinking. I mean, grief. I could talk for a long time about grief. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that particular emotion. It's tricky. It's so tricky, and it runs so deep, and mm-hmm. there's so many different layers to it, and mm-hmm. different kinds. That I was thinking. You know, obviously, there's going to be grief. You, you, it sounds yeah. like on some levels are experiencing it, right? right? A sense of loss. Then you think about the the parents of those that lost their lives that were involved or were injured there's a grief there right yeah. obviously yeah then i cannot help my mind cannot stop thinking about his mm-hmm. mom same because it's like not only did you lose your child also mm. um he committed a
0: crime that i'm sure how do you ever even fathom that you yeah I, well, and I mean, in living in a small community, like, how do you recover? Like, yeah. you, you just, oh, <sighs> man, it, that is so heavy. It's so heavy. And it's something I think we don't think about enough. Yeah, nobody's a perfect parent. Mm-hmm. No one has a perfect parent. We aren't perfect parents. Um, but when stuff like this happens, a lot of the blame and the spiraling happens towards parents. And I understand that. I get that. Because honestly, I'm not blaming anybody. But there were signs that this kid was disturbed um, before this happened. Honestly,
1: you've probably kept up with more than I have. Well, I
0: just saw some. He had posted some things on social media that were. Red flags. Which. Like, yeah, for massive. I mean, Mm -hmm. like weeks in advance. Like this wasn't just. Off the cuff. Yeah. And it wasn't like out. Wordly just saying he was going to do this, but it was behaviors. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know if his parents were monitoring his social media, but he was 17 years old, and Ugh. I I will be critical of that because okay. I think I'm regardless, because this, this makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So one of the things we don't we rarely <laughs> look up facts and figures. And <laughs>
0: It's not our 40.
1: (laughs) We're armchair experts, okay? Oh, that's definitely not accurate. (laughs) That's not why you're here, y'all. You're here to laugh. That's right. That's right. Anyway, um, we did do... Well, I won't speak for you, but I'm pretty confident you also Mm -hmm. looked things up. My... my, uh, Came from a nonprofit um, called... I'm probably going to not even be able to say it right now. Sandy Hook... It's a website. They're, it's, they're a nonprofit. It's a bunch of parents that after the shooting mm-hmm. at Sandy Hook with elementary children, which mm-hmm. mm, now that my child is in elementary, that's like a whole another mm-hmm. level of... Anyway, uh, and they had some very helpful things mm-hmm. that they now do trying to educate people on statistically, factually. Yeah. Here's what we've learned. And you just mentioned the shooter had been posting things. Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Almost all mass school sh- all mass school shooters shared threatening or concerning messages or images. More than seventy five percent raised concern from others prior to the attacks. Bystanders saw warning signs in most documented active shooter cases. Truly, you can prevent school shootings when you are aware of the signs. Yeah, um, and that statistic specifically came from the state of America's children.
0: Yeah, I I mean so. I'm kind of going to get into a couple statistics, mm-hmm. but I it feels kind of political, but I don't want it to be political because that's not what I'm here to spew. Um, but the thing that, doing some research, and I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, not a happy one, by the way. Um, the thing that was blatantly obvious across the board um, was that America by far has the highest rate of school shootings of any country in the entire world. And the thing that I don't think people understand is that it happens in other countries. But I have to read the statistic because Mm -hmm. it's... It's pretty staggering. Yeah, it's shocking. So from January 2019 to May 2018, so those nine years... Before
1: you finish that, I want to just say something, though, because you're like, this could get political... Mm -hmm. So my problem with that sentence mm-hmm. is if you're reading facts, that's yeah. not, that there's nothing political about. No, st-
0: statistics. no. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll show you why I'm going to say that. Okay. So January 29 or 20, oh, 2009 to May, 2018. So in those nine years, mm-hmm. um, United States had 288 mass shootings in nine years. The next closest country was Mexico okay. with eight. Oh, my lanta. So the um, that's the thing that I don't think people understand. This is a problem, but uh, it, it's not just a problem. It's an epidemic that sure. nobody is doing enough
1: with. Which, again, my response, that's what scares me, is because it's yes. happened
0: so much that at this point we have become desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get even sicker with the next thing I'm going to tell okay. you. Because that was in nine years. Mm-hmm. So, um, when was Columbine? That's uh, the 98, first ninety-eight, I think.
1: That's like the first shooting that I personally can recall. I think, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Same. Okay. So, um, this is a current U.S. news article that was on um, what day was this? On the fifth, it was published. So okay. most up to date, I'd probably say. The shocking thing to me was that in 2023, so, you know, Mm -hmm. months ago. Uh huh. According to this youth news article that's very current, there were 346 school shooting instances across the country. Wait, just in 2023? Just in 2023. Say the number 346.
1: So, US
0: averaged nearly one incident every day. And saw its highest total on record since at least
1: 1966. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. prior to that, the previous stat was within the previous nine, nine years,
0: years was 288. So what happened? You know what's happened? Media attention, mm. social media Definitely attention. Yep. Media okay. outlets are saying these people's names. They're giving these people notoriety and a legacy that's of course disgusting, Mm -hmm. but when people are lonely and they want attention, Mm -hmm. and truly that's what I believe this is, is that these are lonely kids who are trying really, really hard to feel like they have some sort of power. Mm -hmm. And when they don't have a sense of that in any other way, they don't know how to get it in a positive way, this is the stuff that happens.
1: The extreme versions, because yes, I agree, usually attention-seeking behaviors when they don't know what to do is usually not a
0: positive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: And then if you're going to throw things in the mix like mental health.
0: Yeah. Or
1: hormones. that like all kinds of things.
0: The thing I think it's so hard about the whole mental health discussion is everybody across, no matter where you live, Mm -hmm. you know people who have struggled with mental health. And- that discrepancy isn't that big from country to country. And I feel like, hmm. yes, people who shoot other people are probably not thinking the way that you and I think. However, more than that, I think it's a sense of loneliness. I think Do other s-
1: countries have issues with social media in the way that we do? Do you think?
0: Is there access? I don't I know mean, stats about I that. I don't know, honestly. I didn't look that up. Because
1: I'm just... it. Uh, Thinking but about, I think is there a correlation if other countries aren't having as many shootings as well, social media? Well, what I think
0: it comes down to is the number per capita, how many guns we have available in this country versus mm. others. Okay, because that does play a giant role. I looked all that stuff up, which is why I said it kind of, kind of political. Oh, yeah. Um, and the thing that's hard for me is. I looked this up: numbers of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and October 2023 by legality of the shooters' weapons, because I wanted to know: are these people oh, yeah. getting their like? Yeah. I'm curious where about the, that too. Are these guns legal, or are they getting mm-hmm. them from friends? Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. So, um, it was there was 80 percent of mass shootings. Okay were done with guns that were legally obtained. Legally. Yeah.
1: Which I'm going to guess...
0: Is parents, parents siblings, or, something. or themselves. Mm-hmm. Which, here's the deal. Regardless of how they got the gun, mm-hmm. they committed a crime with it. And the hardest thing in the world to me yeah. is... Oh.
1: Well, I'm going to add to oh, that. Yeah, go for it. So the stats that you were just talking about with looking up legalities, the Sandy Hook stats, two things. One, an estimated 4.6 million American children live in a home where at least one gun is kept loaded and unlocked. These oh. improperly stored weapons have contributed to school shootings, suicide, and deaths of family members. Another stat that they share is nearly half of all parents with a weapon in the home Wrongly believe that their ch- children don't know where the gun is stored. Sixty-eight percent of gun-related incidents at school were taken from home, a friend, or a relative. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that adds up. If eighty percent are legally obtained, those yeah. numbers reflect that as well. Yeah, it's terrifying. I, guns scare me to death. Always have.
0: So I'm not an anti-gun person mm-hmm. because I, I I'm not a gun person. But right. if you have a reason like a hobby like hunting or even if you're just a collector and you're a responsible gun owner I'm okay with you having your guns that's mm-hmm. okay but I don't think that you should have 75 guns right I don't care who you are there's no reason even if you're a collector anyone should have that many guns it doesn't it doesn't make any sense
1: that the stat to me that
0: wait people are keeping a gun loaded and not locked Of course, because you know why they in their head have thought that that's going to be like, I'm not going to have time if somebody breaks in my house to go find my ammunition and load my gun. No, thank you. That's a a, that is literally a stick of dynamite just sitting under your bed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know. But that's, that's the thing, though. That's why it kind of gets political because it's like so many that. people have like such a hot and cold feeling. And I do believe that if you have the, the responsibility and you respect guns and you're not the type of person that's going to be storing them in an unsafe way, you should have the right to have one. However, I also looked up the per capita. How many guns per 100 people are in the U.S.? 130 guns per 100 people in the U.S. That is is that insane is
1: such a huge amount of weapons
0: and in, and that's the ones that are that are known Legal. of, right right that are registered that's insane why
1: 136 per 100 people per
0: 100 people
1: that's in the united States. in the
0: united states we by far have the most guns per capita of any other country
1: owner so i like Listen, by far. If we have listeners that um if you or a friend, family member, spouse likes guns, is into guns, I am genuinely asking this. I would love to understand. Like I understand if you're a hunter, right? <laughs> if that's a hobby, that makes sense to me. But if you're not hunting mm-hmm. and you live in relatively safe small town America, mm-hmm. I'm I would just want to get in the the headspace of
0: I think why. I think a lot of it is cultural though too when you grow up around guns you're comfortable around that guns that makes
1: sense and I didn't I didn't yeah. my dad's not into guns yeah so I've never been around them. and that's why
0: yeah it's and almost and like and I
1: respect the power that those things hold
0: for sure and I want nothing to do with it oh I never sh- I mean I grew up on a farm with lots of guns around mm-hmm. not like my dad had like you know but my dad had a couple 136 of guns, right my grandpa always had a couple guns. Like it was never a big deal, but like we didn't shoot them. I never ever shot a gun until I was like in my mid to upper twenties. Oh. And the only reason I did was because I was like, Oh, I've never done this. I think I feel like I should. should. Mm-hmm. And I literally shot it one time and it's like, okay, I'm done. Yep. And I walked away. Yep. It's not exhilarating to me. It's terrifying. Mm. And the thing that's hard, to, and I t- fully respect it. I fully respect the power that's in that weapon. Yeah. And it's not for me. I did that one time and I was literally like, get no, done. We're done. And I have no interest in that being a hobby of mine. Mm-hmm. I respect that it is of other people. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying that that is not, you can't expect to have that many weapons and not have the things that are happening in our country happening. Right. It's it's an oxymoron if you truly believe that. Like you can't load an entire house full of dynamite and think that it's never going to explode. Yeah. Like that's that's not you're putting your head in the sand. You know? So I don't know. I'm not a professional about like NRA type stuff. I don't know, I don't know a lot about that but i think that we can all just understand like looking at these statistics that's a little insane that's too many
1: what what do and you do
0: i think so that's where i get stuck well my whole thing is and this could again this could get a little bit political guns aren't the thing that are killing people it's the shooter of the gun that's killing people mm-hmm. however access needs to change I think that there needs to be a, ho- a holding period. I, th- I don't think you should be able to walk into a Shields and buy a gun and walk out with it that same day. That sounds insane. Why Why you can't do that when you go get a driver's license? You have to take a, a course. Then you have to go in and take a test. Then you have to wait until they send you all your information in the mail. What's the counter argument? Because I've like... They're, they think just... that it's infringing on your rights if there's a waiting period. And every state has a different law for okay. gun obtaining guns here where we live you don't even have to be a civilian of the state a citizen of the state
1: you can just roll on you can
0: buy a gun anywhere in our state huh they don't discriminate you also don't have to have a permit you used to have to in 2011 our state passed a law that you have to have a permit like a gun safety course Mm -hmm. to buy a gun Mm -hmm. um that was repealed by our current governor in 2021. And so now you don't have to have a permit. You can literally go buy a gun as long as you're 18. And this is why it gets a little bit political. So is this
1: then because the their thought, well, it's my freedoms, it's my rights yes. to own.
0: And the state that we live in is mm-hmm. very, very red. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with, I, and I don't want it to be a red versus blue, that's that yeah. that's defeating the whole purpose, right. but what positive can come from somebody who doesn't have any gun safety knowledge, who doesn't understand like even the laws with how to use a gun respectfully, right. or honestly, one of my sister's friends from college, like he committed suicide and he literally bought the gun that day and went and took his own life. And here's the Ugh. thing, There's nothing. Nothing is perfect that it's insane to think that it is. However, there can always be improvements being that have that can be made. Mm -hmm. So having a, you know, waiting period Mm -hmm. where you say, okay, you're going to come at the very least. I mean, I think everybody should have if you're going to own a gun. You need to have a, a safety course in it.
1: I did, like in my mind that seems
0: bare minimum. That's what I'm saying. Like, how can you possibly repeal something like that? That's s- basic safety. Yeah, you know, and respect for this firearm. Anyway, yeah.
1: kind of in the same way. Like you said, you have to take an entire class before you get behind the wheel of a car. Yes, to understand functionally w- this piece of machinery. The and power the d- that it has, how to use it appropriately.
0: Right. The dangers of it. That's yeah. the other thing, you know? Hmm. But bare minimum for me would just be like, hey, you. everybody needs to have some sort of safety course. Yeah. And then if you want to purchase a weapon, you can purchase the weapon. And then, or you can, you know, pay the money for it, but you can't come pick it up until the waiting period has passed and then once that waiting period has passed if you want ammunition for that you have to purchase the ammunition separately like you can't just
1: oh you know what i'm saying like you yeah. can't
0: just go buy yeah, just get it all what oh dear
1: am so sorry <laughs> one and done in the in well the, you, the and the also like
0: there should be a, and there may be i'm not a, i haven't looked this up but There should also be a limit on the amount of ammunition. If you're going to go hunting, Mm -hmm. why would you need 500 rounds? That's go take out the whole forest. Right. Like, there's no reason. And, like, our state passed. This is all just, like, make you go, you know? Okay. So this is
1: where I'm, when I said I'm ignorant, I'm like. Well, I I
0: am too, but our state also, our governor also passed the fact that She's allowing people to hunt with automatic rifles, automatic weapons. No hunter, forgive me, but no hunter, true hunter, wants to hunt a deer that's been shot with an AR-15. It blows it up. There's nothing left.
1: You're not hanging that There's, on the
0: wall. No, and also you're not eating it because it's literally torn the meat to shreds. So no hunter a... is hunting with an automatic weapon. It's just not happening. Why? Why was that a thing that's
1: what was the answer behind that do you know it's an
0: infringement on their rights
1: when you say there, you're referring to gun
0: owners gun owners okay they should be able to hunt with whatever weapon they want to blow it all up blow creatures up it's just fine with us we're gonna look the other way well, what's going to happen is there's going to be hunting accidents, and those people when aren't going to have. When was
1: that? The is this like a relatively recent uh, thing? I
0: mean, I'll look it up for you. I'm, uh, yeah, it was. I mean,
1: that's interesting. So I, um, I'll add a couple things to the mix here. Um, our previous guest that we've had on, the teacher Cindy. So we, I was at work on Sunday, and we were talking, obviously, about. Um, everything that's been going on in the last week and just her perspective as a teacher, how she was feeling about Mm it. Um, May, 2022. Oh, wow. So yeah, pretty recent. that That got passed.
0: Um, Semi-automatic weapons, including AR-15 rifles. Yeah. Wow. Insane.
1: Yeah. I don't really track that.
0: Isn't that? I don't track it either, but it's just infuriating to me because I grew up literally with people in my, in my life and my family who are avid hunters and they respect the laws and they don't poach and they mm-hmm. respect the season. So there's, especially with deer, there's like bow season. So you can't hunt with a gun. And then when rifle season starts, then, then you can hunt with a gun. Anyway, they're, uh, they they do not do, they don't want to do that. They're doing like they're hunting because they, a, they want the meat mm-hmm. usually. And B like, if it is like a trophy hunting type ex, you know, escapade, why would you want a giant hole through whatever yeah. you're shooting? Right. You know. No. Sorry, continue.
1: Uh, well, I'm that stat. I'll have to process it more. And mm-hmm. it, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. that shooter in Vegas too, a few mm-hmm. years ago, he had an AR, right? Yep. Yep. Which, again, I don't know anything about guns. So to me, what the automatic? You don't have to. That's what it stands for, right? Automatic.
0: Yeah. So you don't have. There's like no pump to reload. The gun and okay. there's no like a revolver is like a circular yep. I don't know a lot about guns but this is the things I do know there's no like type deal uh-huh. that's a like a shotgun type yes. thing Kay. automatic is there's a like a magazine that holds yep. all the bullets and that automatically feeds the bullets straight up into it so yep. there's no like reload type thing
1: oh so if you run out of bullets and you just get a new magazine quickly and yep Hence it's literally
0: like dropping like like pencil lead. Like you just drop the empty oh, one out and put the new one in. And, and sh- you're done. Yeah.
1: That's why he caused so much damage. Yep. That's funny. So my friend, her immediate comment last week too was this would have been a completely different story if he would have had an AR. And yes. I understood enough of what that meant. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think he had a rifle or something. Yeah. He had a handgun
0: and a and a shotgun. Yeah it's so it's anyway yeah we are not we are not professionals with this sort of stuff but we are moms who send our children to public schools
1: yeah yep and so yeah talking with cindy just as a teacher yeah uh, she um she did write a post she said took her a few days you know just processing and her biggest thing was communicating clearly on her public profile or whatever that for her her goal as a teacher is like, I will protect your kids, mm-hmm. um, which I just appreciate and I think that speaks more than anything to kind of who she is. Um, yes. And then we talked about she had a lot of thoughts about his, his mom as well. And um, then she talked about this when she was on our episode, social media. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that earlier, too, just the correlation mm-hmm. that has to be there. And, um, again, I'm not saying that social media is the causation of why mm-hmm. shootings are happening, Right. But the amount of stress, so one of the things she she mentioned was she'd sort of been hearing that some students in the area were saying that the school wasn't doing anything. The shooter had been being bullied. Everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. And the school wasn't stepping in. And she just, from her perspective as a teacher, she said a couple things. One, our hands are so tied as mm-hmm. educators.
0: And they keep getting tied tighter.
1: What we can and can't do and whatever. One. Two, she's like, I guarantee you, school was doing something people just wouldn't know Mm -hmm. it's not like you know they're going to broadcast that um and then i guess the the final thought she had around that was if things are happening outside of school hours off school grounds that's we don't have control we can't do anything and that's when she brought up social media where it's if kids are bullying or saying things posting things Mm-hmm. That are hurtful. That I would agree. I don't. Would never consider that the school's responsibility.
0: No, it's if not. If
1: anything, this whole situation again has made me two, two, one, two things. One, I do not want my son to have access to a cell phone and or social media till he's 14, 15. Like I mm-hmm. will, I will hold off on that as long as I possibly can.
0: Well, I think here's yes, but also like if you're gonna give your children anything like that, it's also your responsibility as a uh, parent. Whoa. Oh, geez. I don't know what that was.
1: I was just going to say.
0: It's your responsibility as a parent to check on that. Yes. Just like it's your responsibility as a parent to talk to your kids. Yes. To, pay, to know who their friends are. Yes. To know what they're into. Mm-hmm. All of that is your responsibility. It's not your obligation to, you know, or I shouldn't even say that. It's not your... As a parent, it's not a luxury you have to ignore them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is your job.
1: Yeah. To train them, to equip them,
0: but also to, to know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So, and what's going on in their world.
1: A friend of mine is a therapist, and uh, we got together over Christmas break. And she, my son, plays Roblox. It's mm-hmm. a popular mm-hmm. gaming app that the more I read, I'm like, okay, well, this is terrifying. And, I don't let him play it, frankly, unless I'm in the room with him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm playing it with him. It's not my favorite mm-hmm. thing, but he loves it, and I do it because sure. it's something to do with him. And she was telling me that she has a lot of clients, adults that play, and kids. And I made some comment about um, just being aware of there's chat functions Oh
0: yeah, in it. Mm-hmm. And
1: I can hear what my son is saying. It's things like, you know, I'm going to fly the jet. You get in the car. Like, it's mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. but she was saying, I think you would be shocked at the number of parents who are not involved in what their kids mm-hmm. are doing. And I said, what? And to me, that's just so natural. Well, of course I'm looking at his phone. Of course I'm checking who did he add as a friend.
0: Right. Uh, yeah.
1: It's a privilege for him to have access to something like that. Amen. Yeah.
0: And, and that floored
1: me. That really genuinely yeah. was like, so what are parents doing? Nothing. If your kid is on Snapchat, if they're using Instagram, Instagram, and I, this will I will never understand this. And I'm sure some people may say that this is very prudish of me. Having an allowance in a home where the cell phone goes behind a closed door in the bedroom at night. No. <laughs> what?
0: No. No.
1: I'm just. I don't understand. I. Are we that naive? Are we that lazy? Are we that like? What is it? Yes I don't know.
0: to all of that. That's the sad reality. Is yes. That's. when as technology even like in our generation it's so different we didn't have all this when we were growing up no like I don't think I even played a video game until I was like I don't know 13 and then I was like yeah this isn't for me I don't have the attention span for this Mm -hmm. I've never been a gamer Mm -hmm. Uh, my brother is an insane gamer loves that sort of stuff People don't pay, pay attention to what games their kids are playing, especially when they're, like, over the age of 15, 16, 17, when they can buy it for themselves. Truth. So you don't know what games they're playing. You don't know who they're talking to. You don't know what type of violence this game they're has. To. yeah, right. And that's the other thing is, like, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Mm-mm. It doesn't exist. Right. But I can honestly tell you an active parent and a child's life where they no even and it's not being nosy by the way it's not being nosy it's your it's your obligation as a parent to keep your child safe
1: and i'm sure you've got a teenager too that absolutely will make you will feel that oh. you're doing something right. no no
0: but also it shouldn't be a new thing to them it, right. these are like you Starting said it's a these privilege this is early these your phone is not going in your room. And if you take it in your room, there's going to be a consequence. consequence yeah. And also, I have the passwords to everything. So whatever you choose to do, that's that's up to you. And yeah. just know, I'm going to know about access, it. access, yeah.
1: And uh, to be fair, 100% I've used screens sometimes as free babysitters.
0: Hello, when we were doing this. Yeah. All right, three of but, our uh, children okay. were just like in the screen yeah. because we were busy.
1: Yep. So I feel really, I have so much mom guilt. If I had to pick a thing where I feel a ton of guilt about as a mom, it's it's that, where it's like, uh, I really need to do laundry and clean the house or paint, so you're Mm going to get another hour's worth of
0: screen time. I hate it so much. But at the same, like, here's the thing. I understand why you hate it, but it's also going to be a part of their world, and we have to teach them how to do it responsibly. That's a really
1: interesting statement. You just said, you're right.
0: It's I guess a part like, I don't f-
1: think it's an apples
0: to apples comparison to no, my childhood. It's not. Mm. And you can feel bad about it. That's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I think it is important to be conscious of the amount of time that our children are spending on things. Mm-hmm. However, I also don't think that it's realistic to think that they're going to be completely alienated from technology until they're in their teens. I mean,
1: shoot, they use it at school now. They use
0: it at school. I mean, they're, they're, friends. Yeah. Like even if, if right. Lincoln doesn't have direct access, I'm sure one of his friends does like, yeah. There's only so much that you can limit. Right. You have to teach yeah. like them how. Give
1: them the tools yes. to know how to use the things that they're.
0: Right. But you also have to teach them like the dangers of it. Oh, yeah. And how the things that you put out there other people see forever. Yep. And that whatever you choose to do and the people that you're around those decisions that are made right there, you don't understand the full aspect the of effects. Yeah, yeah exactly, and that's why it's my job as a parent to come in and say, I need to know what's going on so that I can understand right. the full long long term effect of this. Yep, and I kids are going to make mistakes. That's the thing. They're children. They are literally, they like in their genetics are made to learn by failing by falling down by making mistakes. that's how they learn however you have to as a parent make sure those consequences aren't as big yes you know yes
1: i'm i don't know if we've talked about this i started reading a parenting book a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and i just the way it was phrased i'm gonna butcher it but essentially his whole point was allow your children to fail um Like early, he, he, some of his practices, he says as early as they're like five, Mm -hmm. but his whole point is, so one of the examples was it's winter Mm -hmm. and your kid doesn't want to wear a coat to church or Mm -hmm. school or whatever. Your response as a parent is okay. Not I, like, okay, I think it's cold today. A coat seems like a good idea, but if that's not something you want to do. And he said, here's why. The consequence, like at that age and at that so level, small. is so small. But what what are they going to
0: learn? They're going to learn, okay, when it's cold and I need a coat. Yeah, they won't. And do also, that again. It, it puts in their head that you trust them.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. The consequences are little, and then you are enforcing the fact. I think you're capable yes. of making a well-informed decision. And he went on to say he had used that with his own son, sort of the coat thing, and then it rolls around. This his son was. 14, 15, 16, had been invited to a party. Mm-hmm. Um, and dad was like, hey, nope, mom and I need the car so we can either find a ride. He's like, well, I guess I just won't go and whatever. That night, he said, ultimately, I don't have a car, but I, I don't think I really want to be involved, actually, in that mm-hmm. party. That night, the kid that he was going to get a ride with got a DUI in a car accident and died. And so the, for him as a dad, he's like, I st- started, excuse me, teaching my son at five, you are capable of making a well-informed decision mm-hmm. that you understand the consequences. Mm-hmm. And then here, you know, basically it was like the fruit of his mm-hmm. um,
0: labor and work. Well, and that's, you know, it's never too late either. Like if you've been a little lazy lately and you haven't been up on it and, you know, paying attention to the things that your children are mm-hmm. doing as often as you used to or as, as often as you should. It's never too late to step in. And say, hey, I know I've been a little checked out. It's okay that we've had a little time separated from each other. But I want you to know I'm here for you. I need to know what's going on in your life because I love you. And not, on, not only that, but it's important for me to do my job well yep. if I have all the information. Yep. And I personally, like, I like these statistics. I like knowing, like, you know, yeah, we have too many guns in this country. Yeah, kids have access Why? Mm -hmm. Don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, all these people who are, you know, not even just in school shootings, but in mass shootings. We're having this happen. And all of us are shocked the day, two, three Mm -hmm. days after. And then I feel like most people are like you, and they're just numb to it. They're just like, oh my gosh, it's just another thing. And it's just Mm -hmm. overwhelming. And I hate it. Next thing. And The problem with that is no change comes from being numb. Yeah. And I truly believe that the solution is simple. Really, really simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Be a better parent. Hmm. You are responsible for your children. Regardless of their age, you may not pay the consequences for them when they're 18. Mm Mm-hmm. But you are never not their parent. When they are fifty years old, you are still their parent. It's never too late to step up and say to them, "Like I need to have access to these things. Mm-hmm. I also need to have information because not only are you my child, but you're my responsibility." Yeah. You know. Um, also, the other thing I wanted to hit on was and i i've talked to a lot of people actually recently about this because i knew preparing for this i wanted to have more than just our perspective mm-hmm. and hear what other people thought mm-hmm. i wish that the media would not broadcast these shooters' names if you're local you're going to know yeah it's it's impossible not to know why do these people need that type of attention that's what they're seeking why can't we and maybe somebody out there has the answer for us mm-hmm if you're a local person, like I said, you're going to know it's not going to be a secret for too long, regardless of how big the community is. There's going to be people who know, and they're going to tell you the entire world doesn't need to know. And this happened in our area and there was national media in town for other things. So literally Within an hour or two of what was going down, there was literally national news right there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on the front lines, like broadcasting everything. And it was just like, I understand the devastation. But to me, this is like, you're almost like glorifying this. Like, it should be more about these poor victims. You should know more about them than you do the shooter. Yeah, You should be paying attention to that. And like... The only thing
1: that I have to add sort of devil's advocate, maybe, I don't know, Mm -hmm. is, um, in the same way that I like true crime Mm -hmm. and follow that it's, there's the, I want to understand why. And so
0: I don't know. I think you can understand. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think you can understand that when it's a crime committed by adults. I think you have the liberty and the freedom to understand that. However, if a child were to get in trouble and they're underage, it's mm. there's legal ramifications. You cannot you cannot spill so their name. you're
1: almost more saying it's like an age factor should be considered. Yeah,
0: but also like Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You know, I, there have been adults that have gone in and and done yeah. school shootings. So like in that case, I can see how that would be hard to not. Mhm a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, 17-year-old, even 18-year-old should not be Mm. broadcast in that way. And it's not fair that children who are thinking like, okay, this is maybe the only way I'm going to get the attention that I think and the respect that I deserve. It's not fair to give that to them. I just feel like it's doing a giant disservice to the people who are living the effects of the decision that they made. Mm-hmm. That they because were because you because like you said it's glor or how do you, you say glorifying? Yeah, them. and and the victims' names get lost, mm-hmm. but the shooters don't. Mm-hmm. They're broadcast all over everything, and that was the first thing that like, I, I mean, literally social media before before. The people in our area even said who the shooter was. Social media already knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? They just... Here we go. So this that's is. what even...
1: I'm thinking, like, oh, why is media... Whatever. And right. And like, well, whether or not media gets
0: involved. But that's what the media should be saying. They should be putting their foot down and being like, well, social media is going to do its thing anyway. Oh. But what we can control this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that that's honorable. Mm-hmm. But I understand that they... You know, get money by all the things that they decide to broadcast. They would never say that. You know, but I just feel like by saying it was a student from this high school, Mm -hmm. (coughs) that's enough bare minimum facts. Yeah, that's enough. Mm -hmm. And I think this was an unusually heavy episode episode for us, and I think (laughs) very rare. Yeah, and and it's not going to be. And I hope that people weren't turned off. By our conversation. But honestly, if you were, maybe we're just not the podcast for you. Because this is real and honest conversations Mm -hmm. about things that two moms who send their kids to public school have to think about.
1: Well, yeah. And I would, I, two things. I'm sure um, I would easily be knocked for not having strong opinions. So half me would also invite if uh, there's differing opinions, by all means, I'd be curious, you know, Mm -hmm. if you disagree about gun control or. Um, thinking that yeah. automatic rifles are completely acceptable for the general public to have access yeah. to. I want to know why I do too. And I, and I don't, and I, don't I mean that in a sassy no, way. No, like, no, I, like no. uh, th- I think that's the, the dialogue
0: has disappeared. Well, and in, that's, that's, I think what you and I are showing. That's what our whole thing is. We yeah. want authenticity. Ont- I can't <laughs> even speak. <laughs> I <got that>. Yeah. <laughs> authenticity in go. our podcast and vulnerability and we mm-hmm. know that we don't know everything. No, we know that there are areas that we definitely could and be also that a lot of in. things are not black and white. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think the thing all of us want, regardless of what you know, political background you have, whatever type of you know culture you come from, we all want our kids to be safe going safe. to school. Yeah. That's that's the that's the goal. Bottom line, mm-hmm. it it's. I don't want my children to have to worry about this sort of stuff. And unfortunately, they will. And they have to do these drills. And that's just a part of the reality that they have. But as parents, I do think that we need to be more checked into our children. Yeah. That's the number one way, number one way out of all the things I was looking up that you can be aware of. If your child is struggling, if the friends they have are not great influences, if, I mean, let's just be honest, if they're depressed and they're suicidal, they're not going to share everything with you, mm-hmm. but they will with their friends. Yeah. And they will with the people, They it will be reflected in the people they surround themselves with. And the best thing you can do is just be knowledgeable about what's going on with your child. And... Uh, again, there's no perfect parenting, yeah. but I truly, truly believe that that is the number one way anyone can be protecting themselves and their children is by being checked in.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Being completely logged on to that job. And it yeah. is a job. It's yeah. not always easy No. and it's not always fun, but children are children. <laughs> They're not adults. They don't understand and it's our job. When you, when you chose to bring that child home from the hospital, you chose to do that job. Yeah. And so it is an obligation that sometimes you fight with that kid. Sometimes you push. Sometimes you don't do the things that they want you to do. That's part of the job. So I just wanted to... Hopefully, if people have, like, you know, more knowledge base or education than what we do, I hope that they comment, interact, like, let mm-hmm. us know if you think that we're idiots, if we're ignorant. <laughs> Just like, be nice a little bit. Well, well I mean, even <laughs> if they're not, like, I, I I, am completely open to learning more. And I yeah. truly believe that if we listen to each other more, if we talk about things that are uncomfortable to talk about, and we can talk about it with people that we normally wouldn't, wouldn't. I think that's how we all come together yeah. and make change. That's what happens when we listen to each other and engage. Yep. So, I do want to kind of throw out a couple of resources just in case anybody is interested in like getting involved or being more like tuned into things. And one of the websites that I really got a lot of information was Giffords' g i f f o r d s dot org, and it is a website that is about. um, gun violence, mm. and you can sign up to join, like, I, I, I didn't sign up to join anything, but um, their, their slogan is, Americans are demanding a safer future from city streets to voting booths to courthouses. We want to make change happen. Mm. So essentially what they're, yeah, I hadn't either, but um, they're, they have a lot of information. Look up your state there, because they also have a oh. grading On the gun safety laws that your state has. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't be impressed with ours, by the way. So um, it's really, really, really interesting. And if you are feeling like there's, you know, you want to be more active or be more knowledgeable, that was one of the most reputable sites that I found Mm -hmm. where. They can send you, like, news articles and things, but there's also, like, seminars you can sign up for or listen to things. So, Yeah, and my, um, the one
1: I was on was the Sandy Hook Project.
0: Yes. Also, I, I
1: think in a different way, very interesting mm-hmm. because it's founded from parents who've gone through this and yes. suffered the tragedy, and so um, they have some different things you can participate in and yeah. resources from a different perspective.
0: Yeah, and we hope that, you know... None of us live this reality. We wish. Yeah. So I, uh, anyway, let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel. Mm -hmm. If this is a reality that you're living, we just want you to know that we love you. We see you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to forget you. And I'm sorry. That's just the reality of the world that we live in right now is I don't think enough people are taking it seriously. Yeah. And because this has been a super heavy episode, mm. um, we just wanted to leave you with a little bit of a smile. So we've decided. And I hope it's not in poor taste because... <laughs> you know what? It's not. We are going to it's add a, th- a little bit of joy back into the podcast because it was a heavy one and we, heavy. we are not the typical heavy, heavy was, Well, to be
1: fair, I'm pretty sure this is somewhere we've posted... I just changed our bio and it's like, no topic is off limits. So, yeah. And as much as I tend to like the happy, happies, Mm -hmm. I do too. I'm not immune to heavy things. I feel things super deeply. And, um, I'm glad you suggested Mm -hmm. we talk about it because frankly, I probably would not have had it been up to me purely because it's an uncomfortable thing for me in a different, it's
0: not only I think about yeah. And I probably should based off of the stats. So anyway. Well, no, I just think I don't want to be one of those podcasts that dodges real life yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. we have children in public schools, and I know a lot of our listeners do too, this is relevant. Yeah, Relevant. That's a good word. You so. got to talk about things that are happening. So
1: um, speaking of things that are happening that will lighten <laughs> the mood. I swear to you, if I went back and re-listened to the episodes... The number of times, I said this recently, that we have discussed some body part of mine. (laughs) is like grossly high. and I'm going to add to that list.
0: Oh, dear. This is
1: not that bad, really. But um, y'all have seen Dorothy or heard her again this Uh episode. And um, last week, I was in my cycle and totally out of tampons. So stopped at the grocery store. Which, first of all, if you've ever boughten, boughten, bought Bot. tampons mm-hmm. at a grocery store, have you? Yes. They're, they're expensive. so expensive. Yeah. It's outrageous. So, basically, sold off an arm and a leg to get <laughs> 10 tampons so that I'm not bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Whoopsie, excuse me. And um, went to work. I had them sitting on a little bench inside my door, didn't think anything of it. My dog had been by herself for quite oh. a few hours. <laughs> they're not used, okay? Mm-hmm. Brand new. But yep. anyway, get home. I will post the picture. It looked like it had snowed tampons all over my house. That girl <laughs> ripped them up. It was, I think, her very passive, aggressive way of saying, screw, screw you. you. you they were wrong. everywhere. They, I have still, it's been a full week, and I'm finding cotton from tampon oh, and strings gosh. all over my that house. That is the
0: most expensive chew toy she's I was had. not happy at all. Oh gosh that's great told a friend and her sponsors, well that's what you get for buying tampons at the grocery store oh no kidding oh my gosh okay so i do have one thing i have to tell you please do so i know we've talked about how much you love tennis. what tennies tennis shoes oh tennis shoes yeah i need. I, me- I don't buy them very frequently at all okay and so i probably haven't bought tennis shoes for three four years what what do you wear um, pretty much anything but tennis shoes. I wear a lot of Birkenstocks and boots and things like that. I'm floored. Well, okay. I go to Nordstrom Rack last mm-hmm. week to okay. buy some tennis shoes. Yeah, you do. I found some. My foot stuck. Oh shoot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: um, I found some OnClouds. Have you ever heard of these? Yeah. Do you have them? What? No, I've not. They're pretty pricey. Not a Nordstrom Rack girlfriend. <laughs> you gotta go. Do you and, like them? Because I've also heard mixed reviews. Yeah, I do like them. I do like them. I, d- I will say, I feel like I got I should have gotten the size down, which is rare for me, but I should have gotten a size down because they're a little bit big. But okay. I had big bulky socks on, and I was mm. like, ooh, these are comfy. And they are still super comfy, but anyway. I also, it's very hard for me to find shoes. Like, we've talked about this before. Yes. so. I'm walking through the aisle and I see these like cute little hunter boots and they are like... Hunter boots? The brand is Hunter. They're Mm, like rubber. Okay. They're like rain boots. Okay. And they're so cute and they are like little ankle. They're they're not very high. They're Mm -hmm. like little ankle boots and they, on the sole, they have a little bit of a platform and they are purple, teal, and black, like kind of stripes on the bottom. Anyway i love them i'm like oh my gosh these are so comfy they're cute they're weird they're kind of quirky but they're like not they're black so they're not crazy okay i get them home and i amaya looked at them and she goes you're not gonna wear those in public are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll be honest as you were describing i was like
0: oh no did she buy them i sure did and (laughs) they are really cute they like they sound a little wild um I mean. Okay, here's here's the what? Here's the video. Please push play, ma'am. <laughs> 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 what are these? <laughs> Do you
1: have a plan to like start a new career as a weirdo
0: artist? I feel like I already have that <laughs> career. <laughs> cute is not the word
1: that comes to
0: my mind mm. weird they're weird but they are I like them and they're so comfy listen here's the thing if you're happy <laughs>
1: in these shoes that look like they're meant for a 5 year old
0: <laughs> that's kind of why I like them oh i'm um, happy for you here, but here's my on clouds i did buy the on clouds I think also what's throwing me off. What's the white? Okay, so here's (laughs) so here's 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 the next part of the scenario. So I don't trust my fashion sense because it's not very good. So I send. (laughs) 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 So I send my sister. Jen's concerned. I'm married. It's okay. Approved of uh, this. This is so did funny. Did someone approve of? Yeah, yeah. So I sent it to Christy. Okay. And I said she knew I was going shopping, and this is so. I did not buy these, but I sent her this video of these pink Crocs that have this weird platform. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's so bad. I was like, these are just the ugliest thing ever, but they are super comfortable. And my sister says, yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> 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 she said house shoes. <laughs> house shoes only. So I have a lot of concerns. So um, so I've got these socks because it was cold that day and I had worn my Birkenstocks. You're going to die. So I'd worn my Birkenstocks with my socks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 No, and, and I want to tell you these socks. You went in public like that to Nordstrom Rack. Absolutely, I don't care. Okay. So anyway, I I also have <clears throat> like socks on tonight that I I mean I wore boots, so you can't necessarily yeah, see that's them. Fine. But but anyway, wow. I uh, listen, I'm no like
1: fashionista over here, so I, it's not like I have a lot of room to talk. But so that here's was...
0: so here's the thing though. Uh huh. These socks. Christy says, um, those socks are wild. You got diabetes with those things on?
1: <laughs> That's kind of where I was thinking. Yeah. She's
0: like, she, yeah. You, must wear, you must wear those socks every time you, you wear them. They're Birkenstocks now. So anyway, she always, I said, I'll, um, I said, you got to keep people guessing, um, I said, I'll give you one guess who bought me these socks. Hint, they are black fists representing black power. The (laughs) socks? Yes. Oh, okay. And she said- I thought that was
1: the hint for her to guess who, and I'm like- Yeah, no, it was. It was a hint. Oh, okay. She
0: goes, laugh out loud, badass. I hope that your mother-in-law got them for me. I said, nope, our mother. Go, Lori. Serious? (laughs) Yes. Wow. She said, hell yeah, Lori. (laughs) Lori coming in hot. Lori loves novelty socks. If there's something that Lori loves, really? it's novelty socks. I could get into that. Oh, it's so funny because Lori, Amaya, if you listen to this and you see a novelty oh yeah.
1: sock that you think I would look good in, oh, keep me in mind.
0: Amaya takes Grammy's socks home because a lot of times she'll forget. Mm-hmm. She's like, why does Grammy always have weird socks? I love that. <laughs> I'm like, That's it's just really her funny. thing. It's just her That's thing. That's great.
1: Well, you know what else you could get into? Maybe we will get a cool looking sock because...
0: Oh, I forgot to say
1: this on the front end. Yeah. New year, new studio, new logo. Yep. We upgraded.
0: It looks so good. It's newer.
1: So fresh. We got some stickers. And we are going to come back to this. Not now. Mm -hmm. We'll do a video later, all right? But Mm -hmm. we want some input from you as our listeners. Because I get tired of referring to you as listeners. We Mm -hmm. need a fun name. We sure do. So we are going to throw out a, mm, I almost said contest. It's not really Mm -hmm. that, but kind of. And you might get some merch. That's and right. And maybe socks will be in that. Probably not. Oh, don't make that What <laughs> was... What's that? AMR?
0: ASMR? Oh, ASMR, yeah. That was that not... That was weird. ...hitting it
1: for me. That's weird So Ooh, sounds. I do love... Let's see if it works. Hold on. Here's my ASMR. Nope, terrible. You uh-huh. need long nails. And they go... Yeah. <coughs> I do like that a lot. Anyway. Um, like us, subscribe us, follow us. We're going to start doing more video, which... <laughs> I mean, well, I Well, I'm to try. a little rough. Yeah. I look a little nasty, I, I but I will have to remem- remember, like, mm-hmm. don't have a grease ball hair.
0: If well, we're going to be, safe. I mean, this is us. But anyway, remember, wear your sunscreen, take your vitamins, and talk, talk to, to your, your girlfriends. girlfriends.
1: Bye, guys. See you next time.